1: The <laughs> little kids better get the <laughs> hell out of the way Because I am running <laughs> i just, I'm like forced to go, dude I am running So,
0: the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean But that didn't mean it was unsinkable <laughs> Alright, alright I want you each to use ombudsman In a sentence next
1: week I got one
2: for you My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman For the Jesper's podcast Do you like apples? <laughs> Welcome back into the Just Press Play podcast. We're joined by the same crew as last week. We got Pops, LJ, Uncle Tony. Guys we're coming off a weekend full of football, then a little capper on Monday. What is going on?
1: What's up? Hello, hello, hello.
2: We um so I I I'm just gonna throw this out here at the start. I kind of was wondering if it was a good thing to add the extra playoff games or extra playoff teams. Before the season, I thought, I don't know. Are we deluding it? I'm a fan. This past weekend, having three playoff games in a row. Now, maybe for some of you that have the significant other also in the house, they (laughs) were probably annoyed that your TV was on the same channel for nine hours. But in my apartment, it was fantastic. What y'all (laughs) do?
1: Well, so Saturday we didn't. I didn't watch them all, but when she knew they were on. So then Sunday when I go, oh yeah, there's a triple header again today. Um, <laughs> you got oh, It wasn't man. her most loving look towards me. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I had
3: to pick and choose, but I watched them all. You know, it was I mean, a, or parts it was of a long, pretty much a long weekend. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. But it was it was still good. I I really did enjoy it, uh, except for the last. I, one. It was one of those where the last one was more like you know. Maybe I did stay for one too many drinks. You know, I should have yeah. left before the last drink. Mm. So. It did feel like
2: you're. It did feel like you're at the bar and your friends are like, "Hey, we're leaving. Do you want to go?" And you're like, "No, nah, I'm going to stick around." Wait and then more. you realize about an hour after they left, you're like, "Ah, I should have gone.
1: <laughs> <left>. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: made a bad decision." Yeah, I thought about all the married men out there and married women for anybody who had someone that doesn't doesn't like football on the other part of that relationship. Because I sat there from noon until. 10.30, it was football on my TV. And it was great for me, but I live alone, so it's a little different. <laughs> but we'll get into, we're obviously going to have our picks again this week. Uh, you may or may not want to listen to some or all of our picks. We want look at the record. Some of us did better than others, but no one just blew it out of the water. I was hoping at least one of us would be like 6-0 and 0 coming out of the weekend. I guess I was wishful thinking, but regardless, we know you might not know if we're going to win, but you know what we're going to bet. We're going to bet at the best place to bet. That is bet online. Football is in full effect. We got the divisional round going. This used to be the best weekend in football because you had the best teams playing. I think last weekend now has a little argument just because you got more games. But either way, football is going to be on this weekend and you can you might not be able to go to the game this year, but you can still get in on all the action and bet online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. So, before we go to playoffs, I do want to talk a little bit about... The Alabama Ohio State national title blowout that we saw on Monday night, yeah. and not as much again. There's not. I don't think you need much of our analysis besides uh, Devonte Smith, good <laughs> Alabama, good Ohio State, not as good. Uh, but what was interesting <laughs> to me was these uh, Alabama and Ohio State are two of the biggest, if not the two biggest, brands in college football. So you kind of would think Monday would be. It would draw a massive TV audience, and this is what ESPN will want, two big blue-blood programs. But the broadcast actually had the fewest viewers since 2004, the 18.7 million viewers, which is the lowest since, who was it, in the Oklahoma and USC in the 2004-05 BCS Championship game, which drew 21.4 million To compare it to last year, Clemson and LSU had 25.5 million viewers, So it was drastically lower. (laughs) I kind of want to just propose a question to you because LJ at one point even said he forgot. He didn't even realize there was a championship. I had no idea there was
0: a game on, yeah, until I got the score update at the end. So,
2: Pops, do you think this is, uh, you know, quarantine COVID? Because it has affected a lot of ratings. Do you think it's? Like we mentioned, there was two double or two triple headers the two days before. Maybe, you know, you couldn't get another night of football in at the house with some people. Or was it possibly people are tired of seeing the same teams in the college football playoffs every single year? What do you think, Pop? Well,
1: I think you're you're getting a lot of a lot of things on the head there. Um, I do think the two triple headers Saturday and Sunday, because I know when Tammy said, is there football tonight? I was on Monday. I was really reluctant to go. Uh, <laughs> yes. And honestly, she is usually into the college football, uh, you know, championship. And you know, asked who was in it. Oh, Ohio State, Alabama. She was watching something else on her computer the whole time. Yeah. So, so yeah, I do think that the, the teams, the same team, Alabama, being in it. But you know whose problem that is? Not Alabama's. I mean, just because yeah, they're good. Sure. Uh, but I think there's a little bit of of uh, over. Uh, it's a little overdone, and uh, the the two triple headers the two days before I, I think that was the biggest thing, uh, and and finally, and I think you might have alluded to it the publicity I didn't see a lot of advertising uh, advertisement talking about the game Monday night uh, personally now now on the weekend it would have had to have been on the uh, you know the channels I was watching which was largely football NFL football. Um, I don't know that ABC had a game, but ESPN did, so they surely would have advertised it. But uh did 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 ABC yeah. have a have a wild card game? Um I don't remember. Yeah. They did. They had the Baltimore uh, Okay, okay Tennessee game. Well yeah, you'd think they would have been pushing it, but I just don't remember seeing that much publicity for it.
2: What do you think, Tony? What was your thoughts on yeah, the, I,
1: the reason for the low ratings? Yeah, I agree a lot with what you
3: and Lifford had said. I think it's a combination of all that. However, um I do think it's, it just, there was a lot of stuff that happened last week. And uh, I think that there was a lot of things going on, uh, not only in sports, but in the country. And I think that kind of took away away from that. And and I think there's doubt. I think we might be seeing just some, some weariness of I've got to stay in another night and watch something on the TV because I can't get out of my house. And so I think that. This college football season, and, and for a whole, it's just been out of whack. And so normally yeah. you'd have, you would have had this buildup. You would have had the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Rose. You would have had all these bowls ahead to see, oh, wow, yeah, i got to gear up for college football. And this year right. those bowls just haven't meant as much. There just wasn't that buildup to it. And I think there wasn't that much buildup here to this this championship game. And, and then the fact that it's, oh, well, it's Ohio State. And and in Alabama again, this was just set up for that, right? It just couldn't have couldn't have been two worst teams to say, well, they're just wanting their two best teams to play. There wasn't really any competition for that, so that's where I think the combination of that.
2: Yeah, and LJ brought it. Me and him were talking before we before you guys hopped on before we started recording, and it also probably and it goes along with what you were saying, Tony, where the funky season where everything was in disarray. Also, like LJ said, Ohio State played what six games, seven games. You didn't have as much time to really. Yeah. I like for the fans that don't watch a lot, they might go, I love Justin Fields or I love Trey Sermon. I've I've really grown to like this guy, whereas they've only played a few games. And it felt like the rules, Big Ten skewed things to get Ohio State in. So if you already had a reason to be annoyed by it. Yeah. It just I it might get back to it might be better next year. But I do think I wonder what they do. Do you expand the playoffs? Even if you expand the playoffs, it's still gonna be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State right around the top. Well, I mean, I mean
0: uh, you pay the players and throw a salary cap in there. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> settled.
2: Oh, here that we go. Like, here we go, folks. That's not. <laughs> they don't want to do that. They just I'm just don't. saying. <laughs> it's so annoying. By the way, if you thought this maybe maybe Alabama's run all individually because I know some people were saying that, saving, thinking about retirement doesn't sound like it. Alabama also just signed the best class in the history of recruiting rankings Ugh. rankings for twenty twenty one. So it doesn't look like the tides rain is ending anytime soon. Dude, they are- oh and behind them number two recruiting class, Ohio State.
3: Oh my God! Truly, truly, the thirty third professional football team.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, the arguments of can they beat
2: a professional team? Like, could they beat the Jaguars? No, but they are. They are hit above. There's Alabama and there's the rest of the NCAA. <laughs>
3: there's eleven guys. They're full. There's eleven guys on offense that I, I saw Monday night. They're going to be playing on Sundays pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So,
1: yeah. Hey, and and nice. before we leave that game, can we talk just a little about that Devontae Smith? Because that was the first game Whew. I got to watch this kid play. Oh, he really? looks like a strong wind could hurt him. I mean, he is as thin and light. Uh, Lith. I don't know how you L I T H E. I don't know if I'm saying that word correctly, but um, I mean not an ounce of fat on the kid. He caught forty. So Alabama threw for four hundred and sixty-four yards, two hundred and fifteen to Devontae Smith in the first half.
3: First half, yeah.
1: In the yeah, first half, he didn't play the whole game. He got hurt. Twelve, I, twelve. I catches. mean, wow. I mean, I'm amazed with this kid, and I hope. Do you, Do you guys think does his game because he's not. Very thick at all. Does it correlate to Sunday? Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, he does He does everything. He catches well. He runs good routes. He He's fast. He can make people miss in the open field. Yeah. I don't think he's your Calvin Johnson, but I'd love him on my team. You move him all over the place, and he does everything really well. Tony, it sounded like you were agreeing. Or-
3: yeah, he's not the atypical wide receiver that's been coming out. Um uh, Alabama's wide receivers have been very successful in the NFL for the last four or five years. Uh, we won't go down that list. The running backs have <laughs> been successful as well. Uh, but um, uh, I, I think the difference with Devontae Smith is if you watch, he, he I, I don't watch a lot, but what I saw this year, he has one of the fastest second steps. It, 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 he catches the ball and it looks like he's going so slow. And this is when you know somebody's fast. They look like they're really going slow, but they're passing everybody. You know, it's just yeah. effort, all of a sudden he takes three steps and he's gone. And, and those are the guys in the NFL. That's what you, if you get separation in the NFL, you're successful. And I, so I think he will be. Uh, uh, I, I don't think he's going to be running a lot of crossing patterns. Yeah. But, uh, no. uh, but, but he will. I, I think he'll be a very successful. Looks and, kind of a lot like Randy Moss, if you think about it. Randy Moss was that. Hey, all of a sudden Randy's on you and then he's gone. And you just don't what here where did he go? And you just didn't see that. And uh, you just didn't see that speed. And he he reminds me a little bit of that.
2: And to your point, wow. yeah, Alabama has kind of become receiver you putting out. I mean, if you look around the top NFL receivers, there's a lot of guys from Alabama. Yeah. And if you look at the Alabama receiving record books, Devontae Smith is the leader in career receptions, career yards, career touchdowns and holds most single-game and seasonal season records. He he is insane. Damn. He's really good, and I I wonder how early he could go. Could he go, like, top three, maybe? I, it seems a stretch. There's also Jamar Chase didn't play from LSU, yeah. who was amazing last year, and he opted out this year. I One of them two are going to go really high. I, I'm interested to see. But, yes, around, awesome. But- for anybody that – for yeah. anybody that didn't know Devontae Smith, you got introduced really fast. introduced really fast. Yeah, wow. really yeah. Fast. yeah. yeah. he's he probably
3: middle middle first round, a lower first round. I don't think we'll see him go that high. He, I will say this last thing. He got help this year when Waddle went down early, because uh, well, Waddle is some kind of player, and he he limped onto the field there at the end just to say I played in it. But why the hell was he playing? Just to someone, catch a pass. someone should Man, not have let that kid national
2: play.
1: championship game, Kev. I mean, you know, he
3: looked he, in
2: pain. He was like the ESPN put out a tweet it was like Waddle looking good in pre games. He was limping in pre. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you can tell like it. LJ said, they're not getting paid. Yeah. Why are we paying? This guy was like Tony saying earlier. He was before he got hurt, top ten maybe pick. He, he was, was the guy. Draft. Yeah, he was the guy over Devontae. Devontae's is great, and he put up numbers. But everybody was drilling over Waddle because he runs the four, maybe below four threes. A little bigger. Everybody loves Waddle, mm-hmm. and the dude comes back and he's limping. I, maybe the doctor said there's no way hurts more, but it sure didn't look right. And I, God. I wanted someone that I thought someone at Alabama should have been after that first catch where he already limped after one. Someone should be like, hey, you came in. It was fun. You got in the championship. I'm glad you got to wear your jersey, just like the center at the end that got to snap the ball on the kneel. But you're not even getting paid. Let's let's get to the draft. I don't know. It bothered me. <laughs> um, move, uh, does it blow your mind that game ended uh, what 52 to 24, so 76 total points? The over under in Vegas. 75. It blows my mind wow. in a sport where it's hard <laughs> to predict all the time. That happens so much where they end up really, really close. That it blows my mind over and over again.
3: Wow, that's amazing. I didn't realize and that. I was good, good at it. it. I, in, in the in the infamous words of Jack Black, math is a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, going with math, the Browns
2: won their first playoff game in – 27 years. 27 years. Let's talk about oh, NFL man. playoffs. It was their first playoff win in 27 years. The Bills win their first home playoff game in forever. I think two and a half decades. Uh, Lamar gets his first playoff win ever. Brees Brady, destined for the, the History Channel rematch this week. <laughs> and the Steelers, what the hell? I, I just <laughs> want to first, let's start with, I have a crazy brown story I was reading from Peter King in his Football Morning in America. So, if you rewind back to Saturday before the Brown Steelers regular season finale, the Browns were already fearing a little bit of a uh, outbreak on the offensive line because Bill Callahan and another coach both tested positive, and one guy had already tested positive. So they called up the Jets GM uh, or the Jets GM Joe Douglas to ask, "Hey, can we take one of your practice squad guys? We are going to go ahead and sign them." And the reason they, they so they they wanted Blake Hints, and the reason they wanted to bring him in is one, they already kind of were eyeing him for next year's training camp. But with the positives that popped up, they needed someone that, that could be within driving distance of Cleveland because if a player flies to Cleveland, it's a new city. He has to test negative five days in a row in quarantine due to being on the plane and having possible close contacts. Well, then fast forward to uh, Saturday or Sunday night. At the end of the game, Baker Mayfield was in his postgame interview and says, quote, well, Michael went out. Michael Dunn, who was playing in place of Bowl guard Joe Petonio, he said, Michael got hurt. And a guy named Blake that I literally introduced myself in the <laughs> locker room before the game stepped up big in the fourth. <laughs> that is insane. You met the wow. guy before they step on a playoff game, and they not not just win, they dominate the Steelers. That was mm-hmm. dominated
3: them. Mm-hmm. I got that know. was
2: it, and of course, of course, we we all all chose the Steelers.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, I got got another story a similar to that as we when we talk about the Green Bay game, but go ahead.
2: Uh let's just go – but let's look at uh, – we'll start in just kind of order of how the game's played, and we might not touch on all games or we might just kind of be quick. But let's go the, the Colts-Bills game. I really thought – and I I think I said last week I thought the Colts might upset them. The Colts played great, and they lost that game. I, I wrote down, so they ran 18 more plays and had the ball for nine more minutes in the Bills. Wow. If you look at first downs, the Colts had 27, Bills 22. Third down efficiency: Colts nine for seventeen, Bills two for nine. They had more pass yards, more rush yards, and the average start starting field position in the first half. The Colts in five possessions, the thirty-eight yard line, right at the forty, almost. The Bills in five possessions, only at the eight yard line. Yet at the half, the Bills led fourteen to ten. They go on to win.
3: What Tony? What were your thoughts watching that game? Man, I, I you know the game script there just went completely different because you know what's supposed to happen, or the Colts are supposed to like poof, get out in front, and then just just disintegrate. Well, it kind of went the other way. Buffalo stayed right there with them. It was a good game, and it, while Buffalo was there with them, I'm like, well, there's no way, right? You, you know, Indy is a front runner. The they're going to get caught, and uh, and then all of a sudden, here comes Indy in the la- in the fourth quarter, making a game of it. I Thought, holy cow. Fucking Rodrigo Blankenship can't make a <laughs> damn field goal. Chip shot. Ruined my fantasy I, team. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> but uh, I will say, yeah. So I will say, of all the games played this weekend, and, and that stat is the – I'm sure the IT team is going to quote this stat for the Indian and the futility of their, of their production. But – that's one of the worst coached games I've seen in a long time in the playoffs. It, that, that what? Uh, so that, that like rival down going for, for quality of coaching decisions made in a football game, a playoff football.
2: Interesting. Game. Cause I think I might just, what
3: exactly where, what was it that you thought was the poor decision? Well, Frank, right. It just uh, all sorts of different things when they were in, you know, the, the play call at the goal line, I think when they have their fourth, <laughs> they had four tries at the one or something like that. And, and on the last try, he, he he flips it out to a guy that's only – So, on third down, they do that weird toss yeah, play. Instead of just running it. up the middle and yeah. lose
2: five yards. Yeah. Save.
3: What's that about? Then you've got a chance to put points on the board in a game you know is going to get points scored, and you go for it and you don't get it. There's, there's three points off the board. Then you uh punt when you shouldn't have punted. Uh, he and Mike Tomlin can get together and talk about that, but um, <laughs> and Rabel. and yeah, and so every decision that he made completely backfired on him, and he had the better team on the field for most of that game, and but yet they couldn't they couldn't get get through, and and I heard folks blaming Philip Rivers for that. I, I yeah, he may have made some poor decisions, but he was put he was given some really poor play calls and and poor decisions on what they wanted to do. I know Where did Jonathan Taylor go? I mean, Jonathan Taylor was doing a great job uh, for three-quarters of that game, and all of a sudden we've got Naheem Himes. At, anyway, just I, not, yeah, not I, the well, game I would I don't think anybody can go
2: on Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers did enough to win that game, so I don't think it should go on him. And I I think he might be done. It was kind of seeing him at the end of the game, he seemed emotional. And it, it was kind of – I felt bad for him because Phillip Rivers had a long, good career, and he did enough to win at least a playoff game, and they didn't. Now – that play at the goal line, I don't mind them going for going for the touchdown on that fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. I do have an issue, like you said, you've got Jonathan Taylor who's been running good. You're known for power running, and instead of just running up the gut, you do that toss play, which loses you. If you, especially if you already thought we're in four down territory, we might go for two. Yeah. Don't do a play where you might lose five yards. I mean, at least if it goes down at the one, you're still at the one.
1: You know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. I, I didn't, didn't like that, but I thought the reasoning. It, they proved exactly why they did it, and it, it worked out awful for them. But you don't get it, and then you put the Bills at their own four or whatever, so you think, well, we can probably stop them. Well, Josh Allen puts on a drive. Josh Allen did – and I, this is what I want to ask you next, Dad. Josh Allen did some drives, like that one at the end of the first half. Looked amazing. And then the touchdown where he flicked it, I don't even think that was a pass play at the beginning of the game, but he he decided to throw it and got through the touchdown to Dawson Knox. He had some plays where I thought, that's very Mahomes-like of him, and he's really playing his butt off. But then the Josh Allen, I accidentally ate too much candy. I'm going to try to do something <laughs> crazy. I got a sugar high <laughs> that came out, and he fumbled. And if they, if the Colts would have got on it, that came my terms around. Are you more confident, less confident? How do you feel about the Bills moving forward, Pops?
1: I'm worried about their defense because they cannot stop a running back for anything, Um uh- uh, I'm really worried about their defense, and they're playing. Uh, uh, who are they playing? A team next? that can run very oh, well. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, they're playing a, a team that <laughs> the can the best really running run. team in the NFL. So, uh, I mean, I'm worried about that. And and Josh Allen is basically Buffalo's rushing game. I mean, he is their – Yeah, uh, th- and now Moss is hurt. Yeah. Right. So it's so just it's, just, season, it's yeah. more. I mean, so I think to answer your question, I'm excited to see Josh Allen's continued development. I think I think he could be a really fantastic quarterback. To be a phenomenal. I mean, Player, uh, I think he could be. So, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to watch him continue. Am I worried about it? No. I mean, he's still a young guy. He's still learning. Is he in the Mahomes category? Not yet. Has he got the tools? Perhaps. Perhaps he does. So, I like Josh Allen. Yes. I really do. Um, interesting. I did see one thing I want to share with y'all. I, I was looking at his rushing. He is the rushing, uh, you know, game for Buffalo. There is a quarterback that has more rushing yards for him that resides in the New York Giants. So, you know, Daniel Jones has more rushing yards on less wow. attempts than Josh wow. Allen Deceptively does. Fast. Yeah, that's. Well, he got that turf got monster would have got him, or he had had even more <laughs> yeah, yards. Yeah, he had eighty-eight um, of it on LJ, one run. You're our honorary uh,
2: Bills mafia. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. So, what? How did you feel leaving that game? Are you still? As confident as you were before with the Bills, less confident, more. Confident? Well, I'll say, I'll say one thing that I'll, I'm going to
0: play something for you guys real quick uh, on some podcast. Uh, Josh Allen talked about what he would do if they won the Super Bowl, and this is why I believe that they will win the Super Bowl.
1: Last year at this time, when we interviewed you, you said Buffalo wins a Super Bowl, you're jumping through a table. So just to confirm, about 365 days later, Buffalo wins a Super Bowl. Josh Allen is jumping through a table.
2: Uh, tables plural hey, and light them on fire and light them on fire <laughs> so
0: I mean yeah they're they're gonna win the Super Bowl but just because the world the needs Bowl. that <laughs> yeah no kidding um no I mean I am honestly a little bit nervous about it because like you guys are saying I mean the Ravens seem to be a team that's made to beat them based on what they're good at and bad at although I will say the Titans have a, a worse rushing defense than um, than Buffalo does and they held uh, Baltimore down to twenty points. So I you know, I, I'm I'm hoping it goes well, but man, I, I it, they don't look like the the world burners that they looked like a few weeks back to me. So
2: Yeah, I, I I think and we'll probably touch on this, but Josh Allen, I just there's two different sides and as long as the bat like the and I I think he's got it down to like we saw him in the playoffs, I think his rookie year where he was doing the deep throw to a fullback and he lateraled yeah. that one run. Like he he, there he was doing a lot of crazy plays. This past weekend it was ninety-nine point nine percent awesome Josh Allen. Then there's that one bad play. Yeah. And luckily it didn't cost him. So he he's gotten it away. If he plays the good Josh Allen, they're as good as anybody. I think they yeah. can score with the Chiefs. Yeah. But I'm just worried if that bad Josh Allen comes out at the wrong time. It's a little scary. Uh that's fair. Moving from we talked uh the Bills offense looks amazing. Let's talk about a defense that looks amazing and made us look, or two of us looked bad was that Rams Seahawks game. Mm. Uh, the Rams nice. D is that more like the Rams D is awesome or what the heck is going on with Russell Wilson? Uh, Pops, what'd you think? That was your lock, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, I was right there with you in
1: it. That was my lock, and and I guess what jumped out to me is so Russell Wilson was eleven for twenty seven, one hundred seventy four yards. The combination of golf and Wolford were twelve of twenty five for one eighty four. <laughs> they outplayed him at least on the stats board. Uh, if
2: you would have gave me a prop bet of Russell Wilson, 11 and a half completions in the game, I would have put my <laughs> mortgage on it. Like I would have been no doubt. And they just were all over him. Aaron Donald, uh, this just did once again, awesome. Well, I saw, I saw a
0: stat. Um, so I can't remember who it is, but they grade players. Um, anyway, PFF the probably. yeah, yeah, PFF. And so they, they released who is the, the top graded defensive interior lineman um, for the past seven years and every single year, 2014, Aaron Donald, 2015, Aaron Donald, 2016, Aaron Donald. I mean, the man's a monster. He is just I mean, we talk about him every week, I think. And we still under understate how great he is at his position. It's ridiculous how good he is.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. who's that guy they got on the corner over there, too? Uh, is that is that Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey, got,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, well, the, the cornerback or on the back? line. The well, the cornerback, no. the cornerback. I'm just saying, he, I mean, Jalen he, Ramsey, he can he flat to... out shut a guy down. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: and we'll we'll get into that when we talk about their no year, the uh, match. No doubt, that's going to be interesting. Be yeah, fun.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, it was interesting to me. I was actually, I felt bad. Or I was I was sad that the wolf of the the Wolford of Wall Street as was calling her, got banged up, and I hope he's okay. It, it seemed yeah. like afterwards it was a little scary, like a <clears throat> possible broken neck. I don't know. It sounds scary. I haven't heard much since, but I was really rooting for him. I kind of like the guy. He he brought a little different side to him. He could run a little bit. He kind of had the the same effect Heineke seemed to have on the on the Redskins or on the Washington football team. Excuse me. Yeah. But what's interesting to me? So golf comes <clears throat> in, plays well. I think that was a decision not on Golf's thumb that that McVay made on Wolford, and I think Troy Aikman was kind of touch on this a little bit during the call. I think he honestly just likes Wolford better because by not having Blake Bortles activated, not having a third quarterback activated, that tells me that that McVay knew Golf fine. If we need to bring Golf in, he's healthy enough to play, but I just want Wolford over him. So I'm interested to see how that and Golf seemed a little annoyed post game I mean he was a team guy talked about it but he some made some comments that he felt like he got benched it wasn't just a oh you're hurt well, it's a, you're benched
0: I mean okay so think of it this way though would you rather like it, I don't even know the situation but imagine you've got like an 80% goff well I'll take Wafford over that guy but Blake Bortles can sit he can go back to Jacksonville for all I care but like if you've got 100% goff then you want him you know I think that might be the situation that they were dealing with but
2: I don't know it I think McVeigh has now it came out that McVay told the team on Tuesday before the playoff game that Wolford's the starter. Just don't let's not tell anybody. Let's keep it in house because I'm going to tell them. I don't, I don't want them to be able to prepare for golf or Wolford. But that was Tuesday when Wolf or when golf had told McVay, I'll be ready to go, which I know players say that. So maybe you have to take that. Yeah, I off, mean, but that doesn't mean for golf to tell him that and then go, no, nope, I'm already naming my starter like to the team on Tuesday. It, it tells me that it kind of sends a message to the team that he's going, Wolford's our guy. And then Wolford gets hurt that early. And they still go on to win the freaking game. So, (laughs) I I don't know. What do you think about the Rams moving forward,
3: Tony? Well, I I certainly haven't changed since since last week. And uh, Aaron Donald being able to play this week is going to be the key. And he – it looks like he is. He's got a... McVay said the Terminator will play. Yes, yeah, torn <laughs> cartilage in your ribs, and I cannot tell you how painful that is. Um, so he can play with it, but it's about managing the pain. Let's just hope the same doctor that did Tyrod Taylor's shot doesn't do his <laughs> shot. Uh, oh, but, um, <laughs> poor Tyrod. Yeah, poor Tyrod. Um, uh, but, uh, I, again, we, we've asked this question on this podcast several times over the years, and what player would you take to start a franchise with? And we've argued Josh Allen or, or um, uh, Murray or um, – We probably Herber. said Carson Wentz at a time. Yeah, you know, probably <laughs> did at one point. The
2: guy in Kansas City.
3: But maybe, I, the, maybe that guy in Kansas City. Maybe yeah. that guy, that yeah, that uh, yeah generational talent. But uh, Aaron Donald is still, to me, the most dominating football player in the league. He, he plays defensive tackle. And they double, triple team him. And yet he still is successful, and that makes his other that makes the rest of that team just that much more successful. And the balance that carries—if you've got that kind of player on the front, and you've got uh, Jalen Ramsey, that kind of player on the back—it uh, reminds me a lot. And that you know, uh, Cowboys fans always harken back to the days of yore, but you know, it harkens back to when you had Deion Sanders uh, as a cornerback, where. You just left Dion alone for half the field. So you had ten other guys wow. that could cover the other half. And uh and then you had um um any number of defensive ends that we've had over the years that play and be in, in, in being that rush guy. And so um I, I think that's what that's the formula the Rams have turned themselves into a defensive football team. And they're phenomenal. And they're the best in the league, and they shut down the Seahawks and It's going to be very interesting to see what happens up in Green Bay this weekend.
2: Yeah, it's something to see a guy like Donald do do what he does from the middle of that. When when you're at the middle line, yeah, in the middle, blow up every run. But he's also getting a pass rush. Like there's Hayward in Pittsburgh who's really good, but he's good at clogging up the middle. Donald also gets pressure on the quarterback. Like he does everything. It just from the second you say "hut," your play is blown up from the middle. And then, like you said, Tony. If you got a good receiver, there's a guy that's just shutting down one half of the field out there. So Rams are interesting. I think the Rams, I don't know, they're going to have a tough one coming up. Pops, what do you think? I know me and you were both on Seattle side, but I was really impressed (laughs) with Los Angeles.
1: Well, interesting. When you were saying that, I'm thinking Aaron Donald is what we thought Andamac and Sue was going to be, I think. Because Andamac and and Sue is no slouch, but Aaron Donald – is the man? Uh, That's what I thought he was in Nebraska. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dead on. Um, yeah, Aaron Donald's what
2: Sue was in college. Yeah. That in the pros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, no, so the Rams. I mean, are you to ask me what I think on the next game? The Rams are playing. No, just if you had any you thoughts, about we'll them. get to that. Well, well I can't believe they fired the hand. OC. You know, Brian Schottenheimer got fired at yeah. Seattle. Um, yeah. I, I didn't get to watch all the game. I don't know about how the the plays and were called, but if you if you can keep Russell thing, Wilson to 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 that kind of line, I mean, even with Aaron Donald, that's just surprising. So, um, uh, the Rams have a chance. They have a chance, but I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, With that defense, defense, yes, there is a chance.
2: (laughs) Going to the – speaking of defenses, the other really good defense that was in the NFL or in the playoffs last week, the Buccaneers-Washington football team game, we were most of the – oh, looking at this. I haven't been able to – I wasn't able to say this last game, but – the lone pick on, which I guess we pushed. Never mind. I, th- I thought I got it right. We pushed. It was minus eight. Uh, Washington football team keeps in it. Taylor Heineke looked really good. Uh, do we have any big thoughts coming from that, or is that about what you expected, LJ? Uh,
0: I mean, I was I was wrong on the Washington winning, but uh, other than that, no, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it should be about what anybody expected to happen happened. So I don't have a lot Talks, to say on that one. Do you feel
2: any better, worse? Uh, about no the, but i do the think
1: there was an unsung hero in this game and and it was the guy that was playing against Chase Young Chase Young didn't get a sack in this game and he was playing against Barely a guy
2: named,
1: he's playing against a guy named Donovan Smith who i don't think's made a pro bowl that's the left tackle for Tampa Bay and Chase Young i don't he might maybe a pressure maybe one pressure, but what I thought was so smart, too, is Tom Brady knows what he's doing, and what did he never do in the pocket, never step back? He always stayed still or stepped up, and what Donovan Smith was doing is making Chase Young go around him, just just keep driving him back, keep driving him back, and I'm telling you, I, I, of course, I did think Tampa Bay was was going to win, but... Uh, I I just think Donovan Smith was the unsung hero of that game. He handled a really incredible defensive end, and he handled him well.
2: You're you're totally right, Tony. I see you nodding. Do you kind of agree, or do you have any major thoughts, or that kind of go? Yeah, I agree.
3: I agree. And what you saw was a rookie defensive end going against a pro uh, tackle. Yeah, good point. Chase hasn't learned that spin move or or figure out, hey, they're doing this to you. And I think he – injured his ankle third quarter, fourth quarter. I can't remember when it was, but he was not 100% after that. But it didn't matter. They they silenced him all night. And even with that, hats off to the Washington football team uh, <laughs> trying to bring a semblance of, uh, of pride to the NFC least by at least <laughs> hanging with, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they uh, made it entertaining they it made was it Honestly, pretty it good was representatives. representatives and i never thought that it would be that that high of a score that they'd hit the over and um, mm-hmm. and, and so they did and uh but um uh i thought it was it, it came out expected uh as it's supposed to be but uh uh they it was it was good to see them make it a contest yeah but i've been kind seasons.
2: of <laughs> yeah i've been kind of buying the buccaneers hype all year and I think I'm still really on them. I like them as a chance to win the, win, win the NFC Championship. I, that game, it didn't seem that impressive. But if you look at it, we talked a lot about how Washington D is really good. And in the regular season, they were fourth in points, second in yards uh, per game, giving up just 304 a game behind only L.A. Specifically, they were really good in the past where they were second, giving up just 191 a game. Okay. And they only gave up – they were third in first downs giving up. And all the Buccaneers did – was get 26 first downs, uh, 18 of those passing through there, and then 500 total yards, 365 through the air. They played really good. The only issue was they got to the red zone five times and only scored one touchdown. That game Ugh. should have been a blowout. We just didn't yeah. get – I feel really – I think they go back and be like, hey, all we got to do, if we fix our red zone offense, we're putting up 35 on anybody. And I don't know if there's any – maybe the Packers. There's not a whole lot of teams that in the NFC I think that can score 35 with them. I, I, I was impressed with the Bucks coming out of that game. Tom looks – I don't know how. He looks better than he has the past five years to me. He's moving around like that was saying in the pocket. He's stepping up real well. His arm looks fine. Chris Godwin, I hope he gets the, the popcorn off his gloves because he was dropping everything. It was something – they were like – they said it multiple times. They are like, you know, it's crazy. They told us before the game, Tom Brady told us Chris Godwin has the best hands of anybody he's ever played with. And he'll drop, 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 drop. <laughs> They jinxed the hell
3: out of them,
2: but yeah. if they fix a few of those little things, the Bucks are going to be tough. to mm-hmm.
3: stretch. Yeah. yeah, the Bucks now have the best wide receiving core in the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, with, mm. with Evans yeah. being help, coming out yeah. of that hyper extension being healthy, and Antonio Brown being in the offense for six weeks, eight weeks, uh, that's the best wide receiver core in the NFL right now.
1: Well, and hey, yeah, before City you, with before time. you leave this game, Heineke, uh, uh, yeah. how about that guy? I mean. I, I, Washington may have found their quarterback. They may have, uh, and if he plays, he was accurate. He was fast on his feet. He was able to roll and throw. Yeah. He may have been playing just completely out of his mind. I suspect he was. But now that he knows he can, I tell you what—if he can play like that, I'd like to watch him play some more. I'd—I'd I'd like to too. Regardless,
2: in. he yeah. earned himself at least five years as a backup, maybe more. He earned him some money. Yeah. That was a ten—that's a ten million dollar
1: game for Taylor Heineken. But, but you're right.
3: He, you're right, because uh, he is going to earn himself yeah. a three-year backup contract, and and he'll probably get some ten million dollars somewhere. Um, yeah. He's done that before, I, I believe. He came from Carolina initially, I, I believe that's correct, um, and played a couple of good games, and right then um, ended up getting beat out. I think it's when Cam got hurt. I could be wrong about yeah. that, but he was he was with Rivera at Carolina. Okay. He okay. also played in the uh, AAF, I believe. Yeah. So? Yeah. Maybe also in there. But um, (laughs) we are part of the All-American football league. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, but he'll he'll get a good backup kick, but I don't think he can start in the NFL. All
2: right, the game we all were excited to watch. We thought it was going to be a ton of points scored. It was supposed to be the the, the big, great game. And I believe Uncle Tony said that I was was a little hesitant on 54-and-a-half for a playoff game. I think Uncle Tony told us, hit that over. The Ravens Titans was a slugfest defensive struggle.
3: Uh, Tone, what what you think? Uh well, the end result was <laughs> for your for, for where you were, well, for two of us for the wanted to good. be for um uh, for, for the your team lot, winning. But man, that game script just to me, what happened is that was two uh, playoff teams with their defenses playing to the best of their abilities. Uh, that was who seems to know football. each other. They seem to know each other pretty there well. Were some, do I? Uh, they just seemed like you
2: were saying they're two playoff teams who knew each other pretty
3: yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And so all of a sudden, all those yeah. tricks that used to work didn't work because everybody was playing their best, uh, including the defenses. And so you know, Lamar Jackson made just some tremendous, tremendous plays. Uh, they shut down Derrick Henry, and then AJ Brown uh, showed why he's the next Megatron, and it just. Uh, just some really great football plays, uh, and Baltimore ended up being on the right side of that. It's just a, just a completely different script for that, but still, I thought a really good game to watch.
2: Yeah, Lamar doesn't do it the traditional way, but I mean, he accounted for 315 total yards, a lot on the ground. That one run, Pops, was as good a run from a quarterback oh, I man. think I may have ever seen. It was just real, and like Tony said, like you see people, uh, Take an angle on them, and they just nope. Nope. Defensive backs, nope. I mean, they don't have a shot. What did you think (laughs) about Lamar? He got the kind of the monkey off his back, if you will, of winning that playoff game. I, what, what do you think? Can can they can they win?
1: Make a run here? Oh, I do. I do think they can make a run, but but I want to talk about that run that Lamar made because, I mean, this guy he starts making that little run. I think okay, he's going to get the first down or whatever. Then he makes another little cut, and he you know he. Wait, wait, wait. And then he bounces off a guy, and then he is gone. He is gone, and nobody's going to catch him. And I think that's what turned the, the whole thing. I think that's where yeah. he decided, I can win this game. And that's, you know, I said this earlier it, any game Lamar Jackson's in, he can win any single game, yeah. he can win it. And I, you better look out. Baltimore could get on a run. Uh, I, I think it's very possible.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. they're dangerous at, at what it, what. Point out to me, looking at the stat sheet, is they went one for three. They should have scored more. They went one for three in the red zone scoring touchdowns. And I looked at Warren Sharp actually tweeted this out. In the last two years, the Ravens in the red zone against the Titans, who they've played three times now, three and 12, just 20%. So they they scored touchdowns on 20% of their red zone possessions against the Titans. Against the rest of the league, 77 for 116. They scored 66%. So the Titans just know something. Now, I don't know if that could translate to film. And the Bills can do that same thing, but I, I think they're interesting. And besides, that run was the tipping point. But the biggest moment of the game, Mike Vrabel turned into a conservative ass coach. I mean, losing by seven with five minutes left in the third, they punt from fourth and two from the Ravens' forty-four. They have Derrick Henry behind them. They decide, no, we're gonna punt. Then again, losing by four with ten minutes left, fourth and two from the Ravens' forty again. You have Derek F Henry, the guy that runs for two thousand yards in his huge. And they. I mean, want to point out, Kevin,
0: on, 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 that, on particular that particular one. Board, uh, there's a uh, there's, there's, there's a thing there's called, there's called, the called the surrender, surrender index where uh, it, it, it it tries, tries to, to put, put stats, stats to the most to cowardly, cowardly punts. punts. <laughs> um, um, and, and this is, is the most, most cowardly, cowardly punt, punt of the 2020 season. That one with 10 minutes left in the game, down four, fourth and two. It got a score of 138.87. Which, which is, is uh, in the 99th 99% percentile since the last, the last 11, 11 years. years. That's so, the, that's the incredible. game
2: to me. That's the game. And I, yeah. it's so yeah. easy. Yeah. I know Scott Van Pelt brings this up, and we love to, whether it works or not works, then everyone becomes an expert. And so I know I, yeah. I'm being a little bit of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, if they would have gone for it and missed it, there would have been people going, Oh, he lost the game because he went for it. Should have just punted it, just like Frank Reich should have kicked the field goal now that they didn't score. So I get it. It's easy yeah. to yeah. say this backward. But that Titans team, Vrabel's a, they got a linebacker at coach there. They're Run the ball down your throat. Tough offensive line. Play hard on defense, and then you punt. I just think that's kind of their mantra, and you're giving that trickles down. I think to the team at some point. And the Ravens then do the little thing where they pick it off. They stomp on the logo. There was some that that was a little heated game, and it felt like the Titans folded over to me, and and I was disappointed in that. Just get lose with your guy. Lose with Derek Henry, and if you lose, you lost with what you you do. Yeah. And then the final game we need to touch on. Well, I I guess there was two, but I I think we got to touch on that Browns Steelers game. LJ. Oh, man. I know you were excited to watch that game. I was looking at something and this is something you've been preaching this and maybe I'm just now seeing the light at the uh, light here. But is Big Ben just Joe Flacco at a better organization? Uh, yeah, I mean, can how anyone, could you
1: lob any, that any better, Kevin?
2: <laughs> <laughs> can anyone tell me
0: uh, what Ben Roethlisberger's playoff record is for his last ten playoff games? Anybody got an idea? Well, I know
2: what his his full record is. What, tell It's,
0: it's no, not good. His last last 10 games, games, he's he's gone gone 3-7 and and in his last last 10 games games in the playoffs. playoffs. He's lost 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 games to Tim Tim Tebow. Tebow. He's lost games to Blake Bortles. Bortles. He's lost lost teams to to a team without a head coach. coach. So So I think we can probably stop calling him a Hall of Famer, if you don't mind. But whatever, you keep doing you.
2: I'm just going to tell you his career playoff stats. So 22 games, he's 13-9. and He's got a 63% completion percentage, averages 260 yards per game. 34 touchdowns to 28 interceptions. His touchdown to interception ratio is just 1.2. Joe Flacco, 15 games, 15 and 5, or more. Than, he's got 20 games, 15 and 5, 56% completion percentage, 214 yards game, touchdown to ratio of 1.5. He 25 touchdowns to just 10 picks. Big Vince, I, 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 it took me a while, LJ, and I think you get caught because you. you see a Super Bowl and it looks good, but – <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a guy that was on a really good, well-coached team that goes to the playoffs every year. So we think, well, he's in the playoffs every year. He has a ring or two. He really didn't play that great in the Super Bowls. They just had a, their def- – like the one was against the Cardinals where uh, Harrison, James Harrison has the historic 99-yard interception return and then Holmes Damn, makes yeah. a crazy catch in the end zone. Maybe that's who Big Ben is. I mean, now the game – let me say the game did start as about as bad as you possibly could imagine as a Steeler. I mean, that snap, Pouncy, who's a great center, snaps it as bad a snap as I've seen since Tony Romo was playing. They snapped it over his hand like 14 <laughs> times. And then pick after pick after pick. And the Browns, maybe they're just a team of destiny. I don't know. That was something. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Pops, do you think that game told you more about the Steelers or frauds or that the Browns are – Better,
1: the Chiefs better be ready. I, I think. I, I think with the with the Pittsburgh, it's we should have known. We should have known the last what four, five weeks of the season. Um, and, and I got to say, let me address the Roethlisberger real quick before I get into that. But you're right, LJ. I mean, he he was off. I thought he lost the game. Not you know. I know the snap over the head. He couldn't help that. But. He was missing – Well, he could have gotten he on the ball. He ball. looked like Cam well, Newton out there right. chasing that bad boy. You're right. <laughs> That's a fair point. He could have got on the ball. And he was just off. He was missing open receivers, high, low, just – Anyway, he 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 had a bad game. He did pick it up at the end through for over 500 yards. But – When the team was in prevent defense. Yeah, well, it's right.
2: it's, like, it's like when you decide, I'm going to play the game, like playing Madden, you're like, I'm going to play it on all Madden. And then all of a sudden, you're like – Damn, all Madden's hard. And then I put it down to pro for the second half. Yeah, I threw for five hundred yards and five touchdowns. Now that we're- this is fun. I don't no. have to talk
1: anymore. You guys have it for me. Like this is exactly what I've that got is for a fair. while. I would wow. keep going. Obviously, the only thing that makes it at least halfway impressive is there was no way they ha- they could run. I mean, obviously they were behind, but Pittsburgh had no running game. Do you know how? Do you know where they finished in the league in rushing? Dead ass last. Dead ass last. <laughs> in the it's not where you want to be in rushing. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then they had those defensive injuries, you know, uh, uh, Bush and uh, what's the other guy, Dupree. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I guess we should have seen this coming. Oh, so you're so saying
0: if Ben Roethlisberger's you know, not, carried not carried by, by, a by a running back, and a back defense, in a defense, he's he's, he's okay? okay? Is that is he's that, 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 that what I'm hearing?
1: Ahead. I'm not sure what you're exactly implying, but I will say that any quarterback— <laughs> I think I know exactly what Any implied. quarterback that has a running game and a good defense is going to look good. I mean— <laughs> Yeah, I know. Talked to, talk to a talk young to ben, ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. So. <laughs>
2: He's got two reasons to show for it. <laughs>
1: but I did think earlier in the year, LJ, I mean, and I, you know, we we fight about it and, and argue back and forth for fun. But I thought early in the year, Roethlisberger looked on. He looked like he was hitting his reeds and he was throwing the ball on target and he was accurate and – it just was not there the last several weeks of the season. It was not. It was the Roethlisberger that you talk about for sure. Well, so
2: I'll, I do want to point out, and LJ, I, we, we let you have your fun, but I'm not, I'm just saying Big Ben maybe not be as good as I think when I looked at his full playoff records, you see he had 28 playoff interceptions. That's a lot. That's a lot, a lot of interceptions. But that game to me, I know Big Ben didn't play great, and it's tough when you get down. That game was lost on coaching, not Big Ben. That game yeah, yeah. was. But they got outcoached by a team that didn't have an effing head coach, Mike Tomlin, yeah, yeah. who I really, really like. And anybody, I saw something like, should Tomlin be on the hot seat for how they finish season? No, if he is, then hire him up. He'll be hired within an hour <laughs> of losing the job. He's not going anywhere. They, we, we, are, we talked about the bad decisions to go for it or punt earlier. I didn't think it'd be top. Mike Tomlin down by twelve. He has a quarter to think about it, and they're, we're all thinking, all right, so what are they going to do? How are they going to go for this fourth and one? He punts it from the 40, gets a touchback, so they get it. It's a, a net 20-yard punt. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And you're down 12. You have to score, and it's not like you stopped him at any point. So I
1: don't know why. And that's just a coward. Wasn't it position.
2: fourth and one?
1: Wasn't it fourth and one? Fourth
2: and one. And you're right, now, Pops. They don't run the ball very well, but still, you have to score. You have to score. It's yeah. not like you're stopping them. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. And then – Offensively, I don't like the way they they just they the play calling seems bad. The defensive play calling, I know I, I mentioned a lot, Warren Sharp went on a rant about how all teams have been doing this for years now, where you put a your best slot receiver, you put your best receiver in the slot against them, and their scheme just puts a linebacker on. Them. They always do. And so they so the Browns are like, Well, we've seen that in film, let's try it. Jarvis Landry over and over again on big third downs, it was a linebacker guarding them, and it was a backup linebacker at that because they've had so many injuries. And Jarvis Landry ate it up. They, that was a very, very poor coach game. And I'm just – I'm mad at myself because through 11 weeks, I thought this Steeler team isn't really 11. No, they're not that good. I can't wait till I bet against them when they're heavy favorites and they shouldn't be in the playoffs. And then I talked myself into the Browns got COVID, the no coach. It's the Browns. What are they going to do? And as that game unfolds, I'm like, damn it. All year I wanted to bet against the Steelers. And here I am on a losing in my parlay. All I needed was the Steelers to win. And a loss. And not even it loss yeah, big. It mm-hmm. was so
3: disappointing. Mm-hmm. And myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: let's look yeah. okay. at hey, anybody having any? – Go yeah, ahead, Tom.
3: I'm, I I don't know if I should give LJ a retort or not. Uh, <laughs> hey, bring uh, but anyway, <laughs> I bring it. Which anyway, I think we need to own that Ben uh, Roethlisberger was not the best Ben Roethlisberger uh, this week. So – but I I do, I I do think that uh, there is some validity to that. Mike Tomlin uh, has not been coaching the last two or three years as well as he has in the previous ten or twelve or how long it's been he's been there. So, um, and, and I think that complacency you can kind of see in Ben as well. And you have got to stay fresh, as um, any coach will tell you. Uh, you, uh, you you've got to be able to figure out what that change needs to be, and so. Yeah, that's a a good point. So, I I think Ben is who Ben is. And, yeah, it really does help a quarterback when he's got a running back and a defense. And you just ask Hall of Famer Troy Aikman uh, about that. And, uh, you know, um, (laughs) there are a lot of quarterbacks. But the the sheer talent that Ben has had and has still some of uh, for his size and arm strength and his ability – He's a slinger, and you've seen guys like that in the past. He, I'm not saying he's Dan Marino, but you see guys like that, Brett Favre, uh, who, who have a higher interception rate, uh, but they also have those a lot more of those bigger plays. And I think Ben's probably known more for those big plays because of that. And and his just his longevity and the success in that longevity, which is better than a, a Phillip Rivers type, I think still puts him in the Hall of Fame. But, yeah, I think Mike Tomlin really really did not – they were not prepared for that game. Uh, uh, their biggest deal this year has been overlooking teams, and they did it again. Like and they just did flat again. did it again.
1: But are you re- you're, Are you saying the, the Tomlin that I think we all – think he is would not overlook this team so that that's almost he, well i think, I think tomlin's,
0: tomlin's not, hungry not hungry enough, enough to trip a kick returner on his way down the <laughs> sideline anymore you know he's, he's just, it's
3: different, just Tomlin. different Tomlin. yeah yeah and and <laughs> he, somebody wow. needs to wake him up somebody needs to say and you know i'll say this that um uh dick um the guy before him uh the defensive guy labore <laughs> Bill Cower. No. Uh, you, uh, Cower. Bill Cower. I mm-hmm. want to say Dick Vermeil, But Bill Cower, I think Bill Cower knew when to get out because it's such a fire that you have to have, especially in that being that Steelers coach. Um mm-hmm. even Chuck Knoll before he got and Tom Landry at their end, they just weren't the same coach. And I think we see that. You've got to you've got to because I can tell you Ron Rivera for the Washington football team was not the same coach as Ron Rivera for the Carolina Panthers uh the year before for whatever reason.
2: I don't want to pour on because I, 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 he's
3: already happy enough But over there, LJ. But
2: I think it's not a Tomlin <laughs> thing. I think a lot of times you trickle down from your star player. Their star player has been Roethlisberger. I think Roethlisberger overlooks people. And he thought, oh, it's that Cleveland and Browns. They cannot win in Pittsburgh. Let's go in here and win a game. And all of a sudden, I'm glad you brought up that not falling on that ball, LJ, on that bad snap because we killed Cam Newton yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. And Roethlisberger, yeah. Was, that yeah. was ridiculous. He did like yeah. – he wanted no part of at least kick it out or that try to is fall true. on it. That That's part just is true. Yeah. I think it's time. And I did feel bad, though. LJ, I don't know. You enjoy seeing Ben Roethlisberger struggle, I know. But him crying. At the end I've game got to say it. felt It felt kind of bad. I was like, We uh, probably watched no, him. I it, kind of I, of
3: it would not surprise me if that was his last game. Because the Steelers, as much talent as they have on the outside part of the ball, their interior line and, and their running game is for shit. And they're going to really have to figure some stuff out before that offense is going to be successful and be able to be successful continuously throughout a season.
1: One last thing this, on that. So Pouncey is an all-pro center, right? I mean, multiple right. years.
0: More by he name than – than, than, Yeah,
2: he's
1: not quite
0: as all-pro
2: now, but yeah, he's
0: still a, a good receiver. His name will get him in there, even though he's definitely not the best center
1: plan. I, I find it's days. hard to believe he snapped the ball that poorly on the first play of the game. That's just – Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's unprepared. Do you not do that in warm-ups? I mean, you don't snap some shotgun snaps? I mean, what uh, the – it's its almost unbelievable to me. Unprepared. It's just unprepared. It, yeah. I think it's just – I mean, think we
0: think saw it, it happen to the Broncos in the Super, Super Bowl against Seattle. Seattle. It, it just happens, happened. you know. How
3: does a kicker shank a 33-yard field goal, Rodrigo? How do you do that? <laughs> Where's the man of here? It
2: happens. Uh <laughs> I, I want to get to the looking at looking ahead to this weekend's game. I, before I I will give y'all options. Anybody have any strong opinions or thoughts on that Bears Saints game? It was fun. I
0: Nickelodeon was fun. The Bears, Nickelodeon we was thought
3: fun. they were. That's why we took the damn field. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, they were Mitchell <laughs>
2: Trubisky is Mitchell Trubisky. He he made a perfect pass. They they should have caught they actually did run a, a good trick play and he threw a perfect pass. I don't know how that guy didn't catch it. But Robo was was spot yeah, on. Man, I do. I like the Nickelodeon game. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. But and there, LJ, wasn't there a good moment from that from the Nickelodeon broadcast? I yeah. Think okay. So the first so.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nickelodeon had his first curse word uh, maybe in, in network history. I'll play it for you guys right quick. Uh, what you're about to hear is a kid doing a Cardi B impersonation and then a referee making a bad call and then a response. It, it was chaos. That game was chaos. It <laughs> <laughs> was no doing so good. Okay. of <laughs>
2: conduct. Uh, that was, was money.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What the
1: fuck?
2: <laughs> so if you didn't watch, that's Cordero Patterson saying it right there in front of the ref, who the plays called uh, number eighty four, not eighty
3: five, and he <laughs> called him here, dropped that F ball.
2: Fantastic! Oh, that was that uh, was something else. Yeah, I did
3: appreciate. I did appreciate young Sheldon being put in there to give us the rules explanations. I, I <laughs> thought that was pretty good, and, and for all of it, it, hey, if that gets some kids interested in, in football, uh, great you know.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was fun. It was interesting. I did go back to the other game, the other broadcast, just because I really enjoyed I like Nance and Romo. I I know. I, I hate hope, that it was the Romo game. I hope Romo can get back into the studio. There were some COVID issues. I don't know if they said <clears throat> Romo caught COVID. I think they just said there was some protocol things with CBS, but he was recording from his home and they clearly having some struggles on when stepping on each other and Nance mm. talking, Romo talking. So I've I know Pops loves that crew, and I hope they can be back to their normal sales this, this weekend because I really like watching yeah. them. He hit on he hit the nail on the head talking about Trubisky. Trubisky's not bad, but he's not gonna win you big games. He he had to play, he he throws the ball on four, third and ten. He throws it short of the sticks a lot. And then there was that third and like five. He ran to the right. It was early in the game, so it wasn't like it decided it, but he's running for the first down and then just happily goes out of bounds instead of the chains. It's not like the chains on the other end, and he wasn't sure how close he was. The chains right there, and
1: he skips yeah. out
2: instead of. And I, I wouldn't want to take a hit from an NFL player either, but also they get paid a lot
1: or drafted. You got to get the, the first down. I mean, goals. you got to go for it. So
2: he's
3: I gonna, think he's going to look uh, real good in that silver Patriots uniform next year. LJ, <laughs>
2: hit the, the soundbite was right. The Bears are who we thought they were. The Chiefs are who we thought they were. I think they'll be, or the Saints are who we thought they were. Sorry, we I, that game was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Uh, and then uh, for anyone betting that at one point that line moved to Chiefs or Saints. I don't know why I can't say Saints and Chiefs. The Saints minus 12. And then the Bears get that garbage touchdown. And most NFL fans, if you've been watching for a while, you know, especially and if you played Madden, regardless, even if it's garbage, doesn't matter. They still go out there and kick the field goal, kick the extra point or whatever. The Bears did not. And I was like, what the hell? That, some people are going mad. LJ, that's a rule change, Right. Yeah, so uh, a few years back,
0: um, if you'll remember, the Vikings were playing the Saints in the playoffs, uh-huh. and uh, Stephon Diggs had that huge catch when he had that big turn mini and Apple's ran it in for a touchdown. The
3: Ghost of Prince, and then yeah, they the Ghost of Prince game, yeah,
0: exactly. The Ghost of Prince game. I forgot. Wow. Um, but so he, uh, so then the Vikings won with that play. The Saints were already walking off the field because they had lost. I mean, they they were going home, um, and. They had they were forced to f- pull eleven guys out of their team to go stand there and let them kick the extra point over their head, and so immediately the NFL changed the rule to where uh, you don't kick a useless extra point or go for an extra two at the end of the game. It just well, didn't. Happen. I think so.
1: didn't they kneel that one? I think I, I don't know. Did they kick the extra? Case point? Case Keenum
2: came back out just, and then kneeled
1: and kneeled it. it. Yeah. They didn't kick the extra point, yeah. but they had to run the play, right? But yeah. it was it you was had feeling, to run a play. Yeah,
2: I think it felt it was like a <laughs> why is the. Minnesota has to stop their celebration to come kneel this extra point. And then also for the Saints guys, like, you just lost the brutal loss and you went to lock Now you got to come back out at least to stand on the side of the field. So, yeah, I didn't know they changed the rule. But as soon as you said that in the group text LJ, I was like, well, that does make sense why they changed it. I remember in the time thinking that Minnesota-New Orleans thing was – ridiculous at the end It's always
0: the Saints in the playoffs, man. The Saints in the playoffs is where rule changes happen. <laughs> I mean
1: um, Yeah, no kidding.
2: They end up on the, it seems like they end up on the wrong side of a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at Saturday. And we have, let's start with the the number one seed in the NFC, Green Bay Packers taking on the Rams. We get the top scoring offense, Green Bay at 31 points per game against the top scoring defense in the NFL LA at 18 and a half points per game. So Pops. What gives? What's the line, LJ? What's the line? It is minus six and a half to Green Bay. Okay, so tell us, Pops, your thoughts and
1: who, what what's your goal? Well, about. you know, I said I said the Rams earlier have a chance, and they do have a chance. However, however, I don't think the Rams are ready for the cold. I just don't think they're ready for the cold up there. They're from L.A. It's about the worst game they could have drawn. It's, it's yeah. the, yes, exactly what you said. <laughs> and and Rodgers is going to beat the the combination of whoever they put out there for uh, for the Rams, so so I think Green Bay wins and covers
2: both, and covers and I I've, I've lost six and, a six, half and half. I, I, J, six, six and a half. six and a half. That yeah, that hook, that damn hook. I know Tony talks about that <laughs> hook a lot. I, six, I feel good at six and a half. I'm like oh, I wish I could do six. Um, I did look up. So number one scoring defense uh, is when when the number one scoring defense plays the number one scoring <clears> offense. <throat> it's happened seven times in the Super Bowl. The defense of side is six and one in those seven games. However, in the playoff rounds since 1917, 1970, it's happened eight times. The number one defense is three and five. So you could find a stat to defend you either I way. Guess so. uh, Tony, what what are what are you thinking? Rams. Rams? Rams. I, Rams just curious, do you think the Rams will win this game? I know I know you're not making that putting money on that necessarily, but do you think the Rams you will
3: know, win? You know, I I I I think this is a, probably like a 24-20 game uh, uh, with, the, with the Green Bay on That's top. That's what Vegas like,
2: thinks. The over-under is 45. So yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah.
3: It depends on I, – I haven't seen whether there's going to be snow or not going to be snow. I know it's going to be cold. I think I saw there was a, a 40% chance of showers. Okay. Well, if it's above freezing, uh, then maybe the Rams have a, a good shot. I, well, so, so I, I think their defense keeps them in this ball game. Uh the the uh the Packers, as balanced as they are, they have their wide receiver core is a single solitary unit whose name is Devontae Adams. And so as much as you like Lazard uh or or Skill at Hands. That is, uh, that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, um it's it's just that's going to be tough for them to be successful through the year. I see Robert Tanya probably having a pretty decent game uh, coming up, but I don't think Rodgers is going to be the end-all, be-all. This was a tough draw. I think this is what Green Bay did not want to see, to be honest, um, is yeah. the Rams coming to town for their first weekend. They've been off a couple of weeks, and they're a little bit rusty, and the Rams are lathered up. So, But the, the, the thing is the Packers will still score, and the Rams – are struggling to score, I'll just put it this way. If Cam Akers gets uh, more than 140 yards total from scrimmage, I think the Rams win. But I think I see it 24-20. That's
2: a lot of yards. That's That's a lot lot of yards, uh, yeah. Yeah, if he gets 100
3: yards rushing and then gets 40 or 50 yards uh, through the air, then I, I, I think they probably have won the game.
2: Yeah, we got, we got the game of Aaron with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald, Aaron Jones. Some, there's going to be an Aaron that makes some big plays. LJ, what? Do yeah, you is need? there an Aaron for MVP prop bet? <laughs> <There should> be. <laughs> <laughs> LJ, what are your thoughts? I know you're I, I, just knowing you, I know you love a good defense, and LA yeah, has Okay, that.
0: so so you were talking about the number one defense versus the number one offense. And as the type of person that's always trying to argue that, yeah, safety or a linebacker should get the year's MVP, um, And uh, I've looked at the stats. I've looked at the stats for this. And uh, over the last 20 years, the numbers don't look the same as what you were just implying. I mean, the last 15 years have definitely been about offenses beating defenses. Yeah. And so I, I still think that I know Aaron Donald's the best in the game. Um, I know Jalen Ramsey covers half the field and you, you just walk away, but I just think green Bay is going to, going to take care of business and they're going to win by seven points. I mean, I just, it's going to be close, but I think they're going to win by just enough.
2: Man. I, This game is tough for me because six and a half seems like a lot. Uh, I'm just so excited to watch. I think a lot for Green Bay, a lot is going to matter if Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald or not. If he's not, I think Green Bay easily wins by more than six and a half. But if he's Aaron Donald, the Terminator, as Sean McVay called him, it's going to be interesting. (laughs) But on the outside, that Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams, two first team All Pros, that is going to be so good. I was interesting some some nuggets for you on this game. So, Rodgers and right. Adams have gone against a first-team all-pro corner seven times. Now, this is a corner that was all-pro in the season they played them. They've gone against an all-pro corner seven times. Uh, that's Richard Sherman, Josh Norman, Patrick Peterson twice, Kyle Fuller twice, and Stephon Gilmore. In those games, the Packers are 1-6. and six.
1: Mm, Wow.
2: Now, wow, now, interesting. it hasn't happened since 2018. So, before LaFleur got there, I think Mike McCarthy kind of would just leave Devontae Adams – at one spot, meaning Jalen Ramsey can just shut off the right side of the field. The floor does a little more moving him around, so that could change. But also, with that one and six record, Devonta Adams is playing this year to me better than we've ever seen him play. Oh, yeah. I and mean, he might be playing better than any receiver. So that that match is going to be good. But as as Devonta is also playing good, Jalen Ramsey against in five games this season against DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, he's been. They're they're both All-Pro second team, by the way. He's played uh, DK twice, DeAndre twice. DK three times, DeAndre Hopkins twice. In those games, they averaged five targets, targets, 1.8 catches, 18 yards. So shutting down maybe the two Mm -hmm. top five receivers. And that's not like one game. That's five times. That that matchup is just going to be awesome. And you know Jalen Ramsey is going to be talking. I can't wait. I think my pick's going to be... Green Bay, Green Bay minus six and a half. Just, I just, wow. With all you
1: saying that, I sure thought you were
2: going the other way. (laughs) I I just don't (laughs) think Aaron Donald's going to be Aaron Donald. And LaFleur, this isn't going to be just, we're going to put Devontae Adams on the right and just see if he can beat Jalen Ramsey. Why would you do that? Plays into the Rams' hands. He's going to move all around the field as he has most this year. And I just, I love Mr. Devontae Adams. I I just really like him. And I think Aaron Rodgers has been on a mission all year. He's going to win the MVP. I like them. All right, let's go to the other one seed. Uh, Actually, let's just knock out Saturday games first. So let's go Buffalo Bills versus the Baltimore Ravens. LJ, the line is?
0: Minus two and a half for Buffalo with an over under 50.
2: I think it opened up maybe even closer. Tony, do you know? I think that might have opened up even. I'm not sure. So two and a half. So we got, that's an interesting line. So the field goal can get us. Let's see. Uh, We mentioned before pops that that Bills defense. Eh? Not sure about it. They're going up against a, a run running game in Baltimore. It's really good. The Ravens defense looked really good last week. Uh, I think I'll go first on here. I think I like the Ravens. I'm just worried there's going to be – I like the Ravens to win the game. I think there's going to be a weird Josh Allen. I really wish it was – I thought before it came out that this would open up there just because people like the Bills. But I think Vegas is also a little weary after that Colts game. And I just – yeah, Josh Allen has to play perfect, and he can. But I, I'm going to go Ravens. I, I trust in Lamar Jackson. That Ravens team is playing good. Pops, what say you?
1: Well, I think I'm going to repeat what you said in a different. <laughs> also, weather
2: weather in this one well,
1: too. I, exactly. I, I'm worried about the Buffalo defense. I think they can't stop the run, and they're fixing to play a team that can really run the ball, and they have no running game. So I, I hate it because I like Buffalo. I like the coach. I like. I just like Buffalo, but Baltimore wins this game outright.
2: When's the game out All right so we're both going to that? That's I, I I was looking snow is in the four. I actually think it's awesome that there's possible of snow in Buffalo in a playoff game. Yeah. That's just oh, that gets me man. excited. Uh but that affects to me even though it's it's a home game. I think that affects the Bills offensive game plan with passing whereas the Ravens are going to just go, "Alright, let's pound we'll tend to." Yeah. What do you think, LJ? I know you're a Bills kind of Bills fan. What do you think? Bills I mean, my
3: I fan. Bills my <laughs>
2: I'm holding on. I mean, it's uh, this, this is
0: the best game of the week. There's no question about it. This is the game everybody should turn on. I mean, it might end up being that way, but it looks like it right now. Um, I will say that I'm rooting for the Bills, and I'm going to take them in this. Um, I don't know if it's the right decision, but it's what I'm feeling. Um, plus, you two agree, so that's a good sign for me, the more <laughs> agreement on one side. Um, I can't wait to see what Tony says. If he picks the Ravens, then we're all good. But uh, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm nervous about it. I'm excited about it. This is the game. This is probably the only game I watch start to finish this week.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think for me, it's coming down to Lamar versus Josh Allen.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. I
2: chose Lamar, which I don't know if that's the right decision,
3: Tony. What do you think? Well, I uh, no one was the team that got the most out of um, the uh, uh, the game the um, Cleveland winning was Kansas city. And the team that got the worst break out of Cleveland winning was the Buffalo bills because yeah. Buffalo now gets their worst case scenario, a team that could run the ball from any location on the field. And that's the worst thing that they do is defend the run. So yeah. um, they would have loved to see Pittsburgh. You're they right. would love to see Pittsburgh and then been able to go to Kansas city with it on the line. I think that was the, that's where yeah. Buffalo had the opportunity to get to the super bowl uh, it's right. yeah. being flipped they're going be in a they're gonna be in a game i would love to say uh the bills cover here but my experience has been when we get that hook under three for the home team uh it's very similar to having a hook or a plus uh plus two and a half for a home team dog you take them it's kind of the opposite so I'm gonna go with Baltimore here uh, I, this could be a 31-30, 27 or you know 29 26 or 29 28. You know, some kind of weird score game, but I, I see this being very entertaining and really, uh, really being a great game to watch. I, I'm excited. Yeah. To, I'm excited to watch this game, but I am going with with Baltimore to win to to, right. to to uh, to beat the spread and and probably win. I'm not going to be surprised if Buffalo takes this because of We're what yet. what Josh Allen does with his legs, uh, and, and that's yeah. something that Baltimore needs to needs to be prepared for.
2: We mentioned the big matchup in that Ramsey devontae Adams. This one also has a fun with Marlon Humphrey and Steph- Stephon Diggs. That's going to be that's gonna a be matchup. Good. And Peters, if he gets lined up on Peters, I, either yeah. way, that's going to be a fun matchup. And Diggs is, I said I, that Adams might be playing the best. Diggs might be playing even better. I don't know. Diggs, oh, Diggs I like Diggs.
3: Diggs is, uh, uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. And, and, yeah. yeah, and Diggs moves around quite a bit, so I, I think he'll have yeah. a better chance uh, of being successful than Adams will.
2: The Bills are just exciting. You know, I, I was thinking about it. They, they're just a fun team to watch. They were. I yeah. was excited about that Colts game last week. I'm excited about this one. And if they win and play the Chiefs, maybe, in the AFC Championship, that game is going to be so fun. They're just a fun team. So, I, I, either way, I'm excited to watch it. And now I'm a little worried that LJ is the only one on the Bills. <laughs> it feels like we're destined to get them, get them a win. Uh, let's go to Sunday, and let's start with we'll, – we'll save the the – the old men for the the final game. Let's start with the Chiefs versus the Browns. Did you know, this is interesting, Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback left in the AFC side of the playoffs.
3: Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) I didn't realize he's older than Baker. He's younger than Baker? He's he's he's, He's he's older than Baker.
2: He's older than Baker. Yeah, I think they're like a year apart, but he's older than Baker. That's crazy. Lamar was young coming in. Wow. So that.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, that is where to go.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then you got the other side where you got two forty plus playing against each other, Brees and Brady. But the Browns—they're getting their coach back. They seem kind of like the team of destiny a little bit because that game was just insane. Is anybody tends a lot? Tens a lot. Okay, so I'll go first. I'm definitely
0: yeah. taking the Browns plus ten here because I think the Browns are on fire. I think the Chiefs will still beat them because they're a better football team. But I do think that ten points is a lot, and the the Browns are going to come out swinging as hard as they can. This won't be a blowout. Um, this will be a slugfest to to the end. I think so. I'm picking the Browns versus the spread here, not the Browns. Wow, top. the
2: over under fifty seven and a half. So Vegas thinks. I mean, I get the Chiefs scoring, but Vegas thinks Browns are also going to put up some points. Well, the uh, Chiefs don't play defense, right? Uh, I think their defense is a little they're better, better this
3: than, year. They're they're a little better this year. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, the Chiefs did kind of end the regular season a little odd. I mean, they had the win against the Saints, but then that weird Falcons game they won. But, I mean, a lot of it is because Koo missed a field goal late. And they their starters against the Chargers. They hadn't played a meaningful game in a long time. We True just watched yeah. the rusty-ass Steelers lose to the Browns. Yeah. Are the Chiefs rusty? and Do they kind of come out in a little bit of a hole? And then if the, if the Browns get a lead early, they have the backs and the offensive line, if they can get off the COVID list, that yeah. can at least play the game plan of – Keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. I know yep. Tony, yep. you're kind of our 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 resident. Yeah, I know Prestige Worldwide has probably been in your ear talking about the Chiefs. So what, oh, yeah. what do you think? Is 10 too much or do you like it? Where, where are you at? Uh,
3: according to Prestige Worldwide, 20 is not too much. But uh <laughs> oh, I mean, this yeah, is a lot <laughs> for the for the Chiefs. But no, I, a couple <laughs> of things though that I think is going for going for Kansas City is is uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire is practicing this week. Uh, probably will be back activated and back for this game. Uh, so they're back to healthy there. Um, and uh, that gives them that dimension that's different for Pittsburgh. And and if I had to guess, I would suspect that Cleveland is ahead in this game after the first quarter, uh, because of what you said, the rust on Kansas city and, and Cleveland just being so fired up, but Kansas city can beat you in so many different ways. They've got an opportunistic defense and, um, uh, and they've got uh, Jared Severson, the the pirate or the assassin or whatever they call him, seems to always be making plays uh, everywhere, everywhere. So um, I think Kansas City then comes back and it's close. I think Kansas City has a lead at halftime, and then it ends up being a uh, probably a 17, 17 point victory for the Chiefs, something like that. To okay. At least two, there'll be more than two scores ahead of Cleveland. I think by the end of the game, and Kansas City is just it's just a quality team. And Cleveland has shown during the year that they don't play well against quality teams. They they do well against mediocre to non quality teams. I don't think Pittsburgh showed their quality at the end of the season. So um, I like Kansas City.
2: Do we know? I, I, we probably should have warned it that we were going to ask these questions ahead of time. Do we know is Kansas City going to be a
1: little snowy or is if it gets nasty? I think so. I thought they were clear. Well, you know, if they wouldn't have cleared out my uh, I, Apple weather cities, I would just dial it up real quick <laughs> and tell you.
0: It's, uh, it's going to be 43 degrees and partly cloudy on Sunday. Uh, That's the, and precipitation zero.
2: So it's, it's Patrick Mahomes yeah. weather, baby. I, oh, yeah. I do what time worry, is the game? Um,
0: it's 205. It's, yeah. Is it two or yeah, one? So it's warmest really it gets all day. Is it one It's going to be about 40, centers?
2: 43. I think it's 205 our time. Okay. Central. Okay. I believe. But this is the Romo nance game. So Pops, I know you'll be watching. I, I'll let you go last because I'm uh, looking at it. You're the one that kind of needs to cover up some ground. So we'll let you get, <laughs> get that okay. get all this. <laughs> this game to me is the teaser game. I would love to get it down and let's like or or up. Either way. I, I like a plus set. Tens right, Vegas has it in the money zone where I think it ends right around a 10-point game. I'm a little nervous. The Chiefs like this little on-off switch thing. It worked in the playoffs last year where they would go down by a lot and they were like, all right, let's start scoring. And they do their thing. So I'm a little nervous, but I think Chris Jones makes an impact. Baker didn't really have any pressure last week, which I don't know if that says something to the Steelers overlooking because Steelers are supposed to get pressure, and they just didn't. Line blocked well with a lot of guys out. I don't think that's the case this week. I think Chris Jones gets pressure. I think – I'm I'm blanking on his name. who's Who's his partner in crime on the defensive line there, Tony?
3: Smith. Is it Smith? Something Smith?
2: Yeah, it's the one that traded from Seattle. I can't. Remember. They're 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 good at getting pressure. I like them a lot. Tyron Matthews good. He'll he'll trick uh, Baker into a bad throw. I I don't think the Chiefs are just too good. So I'm going to go Chiefs minus ten. I think they went pretty good, and I think they went by two touchdowns. Pops, what do you think?
1: The Chiefs have been toying with people the last few weeks. You said they hadn't played a meaningful game, in I don't know how many. You said a couple of weeks, but they hadn't. Been- Five or so. I mean, they're the class of the NFL. Yeah, they 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 might give up some points, but they can score in bunches. Um, I think they come out. I think they they blow them out. Uh, I, I don't know that twenty, but they're going to cover the ten. So I, I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'll I'll give you the ten points.
2: So LJ's on an island oh, again. LJ could, could oh boy <laughs> could have a big <laughs> he's, weekend.
3: It's he's either going to be really a, good or really bad for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call just to Look
2: at it. Um, <laughs> Andy Reed coming off a bye is 14 and one. He doesn't wow. lose he's coming <laughs> a very often. Wow. So, and he's coming off they're they're going to be very fresh. I I think the Browns did get a rusty Steelers. They're going to come against a fast Chiefs team. I don't you can't prepare for right. the speed that the Chiefs bring. And, That's true. And I just I, I like them and that, that's not like a, big, a bold call, but yeah, LJ could be a big <laughs> week for you if it, uh, yeah. Buffalo and Cleveland do their thing. Now let's get to the History Channel game. We got Tom Brady against <laughs> Drew Brees. It could be the final time we see one or both. I think Tom Brady's around more than this year, He's but either way, it, it could be the final time we see a New Orleans uh Drew Brees-led team. I'm... That game's a tough one. The line right now, LJ, well, am I seeing three? It's minus
0: right? three, yeah, minus three, yeah.
2: Saints minus three, uh, pops. And I looked what? up the weather
0: inside the Superdome is going to be <laughs> seventy degrees and covered. So,
2: do you see full? The Saints have dominated in the regular season in this matchup, pops. Do you think it continues?
1: No, I don't. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. It's hard to beat Tom Brady. Uh, three times in a season and the Superdome won't be the Superdome. I mean, they're not going it's, to. It's like Seattle. I mean, it's they're the 12th man. Whatever. You can say what you want. That adrenaline starts flowing with those fans and screaming. I've been in the Superdome in a big game. It makes a difference and they won't have that. So I, I think I think Tampa Bay wins the game
2: and covers LJ. What do What do you think?
1: Oh, give me the Saints. I, I want to see. I'm taking the three. Uh, now I'm taking the three. but I, the, Right, right, right. Yeah. You get the three. I get the three just for free. But <laughs> we'll let you double up if you want to go play like
3: <laughs> You get one and a half wins. <laughs> All right.
0: But give me the Saints. I just think uh, I think it's uh, I, I trust the Saints more than I trust what's going on in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay feels a little bit more up and down to me. I mean, uh, I think pretty much everybody that the Saints need to play is going to be playing. Is that correct? Do, or is anyone major on the injury report?
2: I believe everybody's everybody's back and now come here to practice this week.
0: I, then I look I look at the Saints to just be the Saints and and win. They might be the you know they're they're one of the top couple of teams in the NFL, no question about it. I think Tampa Bay's figuring it out. I like Bruce Arians. Um, I hate Tom Brady, but I know he's great. Um, I I I just I like. I like New Orleans better to win this one. Not a good reason, just do.
2: Interesting. Uh, Tone, you got any strong thoughts on this one?
3: God, this is again. I think uh, this will be a, another fun game to watch. I'm glad it's the Agreed. Sunday night game. Uh, the night
2: games are good. We got
3: the Ravens Bills on Saturday night
2: and Saints Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Night. That's
3: a that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I I really I am really torn on this one because Tampa Bay's defense can really make a team one sided. And when you do that, and you don't have balance, it's very tough to, to come back if you get behind, or or to keep the game close. And so Tampa Bay normally is able to shut a team's uh, run defense down. Uh, now Michael Thomas is back, and in a big way. And I really think he showed that this weekend um, was was dominant in his in the position. Now it was Chicago. So um but if 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 the Washington football team can throw on you at will, New Orleans can throw on you uh from Metairie, Louisiana, not just the Superdome. So uh, I I do think that the it comes down to the de- desperation that Drew Brees. This is his um last game in the Superdome. Uh probably uh unless the Rams actually do win that game, but uh <laughs> Uh, and I think he it. Tom knows there's a tomorrow, and Breeze knows there's not. And so, I, you know, gosh, I want to say Tampa, Bay, but I'm just gonna the hearts gonna win on this one. I'm gonna say New Orleans.
0: I'm glad well, you didn't leave me on an island again. It would have made me nervous. It would have happened. I was about almost to say we were
3: we were about to leave him on an
2: island because I'm. I like I said, I'm riding the Bucks. I, I think the Bucks go to the Super Bowl, and I think they're just they. What do the Saints need to do? They need to run the ball because I just don't think Breeze can win it like he could in the past. And the number one rushing defense in the NFL, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's
0: lucky. Oh, okay.
2: The other thing I like is Devin White coming back for the Buccaneers. He they drafted him to be the Alvin Kamara stopper. He's the four four that's speed true. linebacker, and he's made to stop Kamara. The Bears also had a guy that was supposed to be for that Raquan Smith who didn't play. So I, I just think. I think they're outmatched. I just think the Buccaneers are better. Tom looks good to me. We the, the but what's the biggest thing? Since week 9, Tom Brady has been hit, not sacked. Hit eight times. Just eight times wow. since week 9. And the last two losses that the Saints played, the or the the Bucs played the Saints, where they looked like maybe just they're a better team, they sacked Brady six times. Mm. So they the Buccaneers have figured out how to how to protect Brady and keep him clean and we've for 20 years now, we've talked about the way to beat Brady's get pressure. The, the Bucs have learned how to keep him upright. And Pops, you, you talked about that offensive of Donovan Smith on the left. They drafted Tristan Werff on the right, first round pick. They just know how to keep him upright. And that receiving core is so good. Godwin, like I said, if he just doesn't eat the popcorn before the game, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I like the Saints to, the Bucks to easily get the plus three. I would, I would like him if they were minus three. I think they win pretty handily in this one
3: okay okay and that's a that's a so, good pull Kevin you're right about Devin White because the thing about being the number one rush defense and the reason why I think it it that maybe New Orleans overcomes it is because New Orleans runs the ball differently than other teams do uh, Kamara is not your typical running back where he's running between the tackles 15 times uh, Lat Murray doesn't even run the ball between the tackles 15 times for them so uh, it's about it's a speed running game for them with Taysom Hill and and, and Kamara. Uh, with them being healthy. Uh Devin White being there. I wish I'd have seen him play last weekend to get a little experience. Um yeah. I think he's just back this week, right? Yeah, he's just back and this will be his playoff debut. And he how many games has he missed? Like four, six? Four, something, like something
2: like that. Four or five. Okay.
3: So that's my only concern there. But uh but that's a great great comment. Uh but still I think that their the individual talent of Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara outweighs that team talent of of um, Godwin uh, Godwin Evans yeah. and Brown, but I Hang hey, on. I will say this another thing: if Ronald Jones plays, it probably helps Tampa Bay. If Ronald Jones doesn't play, uh, then they they don't have the type of running game they need to, to help, help protect Brady.
2: That that game, like I said, that, that's going to be great. A
1: good nightcap. I don't know. will be playing at home. I mean, he'll be back home. Yes. Yeah. Devin White's
2: also a Louisiana boy. Mm. It, it, the Bucks kind of has some LSU guys. I, I didn't expect wow. that in. That's interesting. Uh, so, let's so go. Can we, I change got my our,
3: No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> we've got all our picks. We've, we put them down. Now, let's put our money where our mouth is with the lock of the week. I <laughs> am going to start over at BetOnline. By the way, if you're going to get on action, you better do it over at BetOnline. It's the best place to do it. If you put best. in the promo code Armchair. You can get extra sign-up bonuses. That's A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R. You're hit listening to some armchair experts right now. So I might as well go ahead and get the little bonus. I'm gonna go. It's probably clear where my lock was with how I talked about that Saints Bucks game. I'm going Bucks plus three. That's a lock. I might even do a little uh money line in the over parlay with Bucks. I'm really on the bucks, which might mean go the opposite way. Run as fast as you can the other <laughs> way. I don't know. uh LJ you were out of a couple of games. I feel like you might have a
0: – not ready? Uh, hold on. My, my recording broke, so give me a second. Oh, my God. These Pops, issues. so that's but my – my lock ahead, yeah. is
2: going to be the Bucks. What do you have for your lock this week?
1: Pops. Who? <laughs> did you freeze dude oh we got problems
3: <laughs> we, we got problems go boy <laughs> he, he popped a gummy right when you were asking me he thought, oh it's going to help, let me oh let me, let me <laughs>
1: no dude you just you oh, went okay. out for just a second i didn't hear you say pops okay you're asking me for my lock is that what you're asking me that's what i'm asking well, you. that's what i'm gonna tell you my lock is going to be Kansas City winning by more than ten points. That's my lock.
2: Ooh. I, locking in a ten point game? That's a, that's a big line. But I, yeah, there's just there's Kansas I, think City gonna gonna I think they're going to roll. I think
1: they're going to roll.
3: I don't. I don't hate that pick, Tony. What do you got? Well, I'm going to leave it to LJ to pick what's left. And because uh, I know, I mean you your lock can be
2: with the same lock as someone else. It doesn't have to be different. Oh, it doesn't have to be different. Okay. No, 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 no. It's oh, whatever oh, oh. you feel the most strongly about.
3: Oh, I wish I'd. Yeah. Well, last week I, we would have had the Rams in there on our lock instead of that damn Seattle game. Anyway, <laughs> well, we'll, it's okay because we'll have the Rams this week. The Rams are my lock uh, minus six and a half. I think they. I think they keep that within that uh, within that spread.
2: So, so you're like plus the, six the, and a half. The defense, right. they're plus, six yeah, they're six plus, and a half. yeah. So, you like that defense to 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 muck up the game and keep it close, keep yeah. it close, Ooh, Muck it be out. off and, and muck it up. And if Cam Akers can have a
3: huge day, you think it could be an upset? It could be an upset. That's interesting. Interesting. I, I will tell you what, he's
1: if Cam Akers has 140 yards from scrimmage, it probably will be an upset. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that'll That's be a saying. hell of a day for him. Oh, he had Cam
3: it acres. last week, he had it last
1: week, yeah. If he has it in Green Bay, I bet I bet they win. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we'll see if that happens. I bet there's a prop for. That's why I said it. Uh, (laughs) LJ, (laughs) are you ready to give us your luck? Yeah, um,
0: I'll 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 take uh, Buffalo because I'm all about that action, boss.
2: (laughs) All about that action. action You're ready. You're ready to see Josh Allen jump through some flaming tables, aren't
0: you? Oh yeah, he's going to.
2: And again, fans will be back at this game. It went, uh, according to the city of Buffalo or the area, it went clean. They were happy with it, so they will once again be fans, and I'm happy for them. It's the Mafia that stadium will be rocking. That I've really, I could, I've looked at that line multiple times before this, and I could go either way. I think I'm getting biased because we mentioned I have a Ravens future, so I think that's yes. what's getting me. Because stay as there, soon as you start there. talking about Buffalo, I start going. You're right. Josh Allen has played as good as anybody this year, so that that one's interesting. All right, so we got stay there, rushing defense,
0: stay there, stay away. (laughs)
2: LJ has the Bills (laughs) as his lock. Uncle Tony has the Rams plus six and a half as his lock. Pops has the Chiefs minus ten. A little blowout to start our Sunday, and then I'm going with the Bucks plus three as my lock. All right, so there you have it. Go put your money in. Luckily. (laughs) There's no easy money for the viewer for the listener out there because none of us are all on one game. If we were all on one game, you could just run to your your bank and (laughs) withdraw, like we were last week, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but oh, Tony, you kind of mentioned it. We didn't touch on it. Isn't there a weird scenario going on where a tackle is now going to get to start? For the Packers that already started yeah. in the wild
3: game, that's correct. If he passes, and this is where it's a shame, if he passes COVID protocols, because what happened today is he got put into the COVID protocols because oh. of his travel. But tackled Jared Veld here, signed with the, on the uh, the practice squad for the Colts. Played in the wild card game this started past weekend. Right? Started <laughs> uh, their game was over. Went was taken back onto the practice squad not protected and the Packers picked him up. And so he's on the Packers. If he if he uh passes protocols, he will be the first player ever in the National Football League to play for two separate teams on two consecutive uh playoff weekends. That'd be so cool. That'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah. So that, that would be insane. That would that be slick, slick, wouldn't it?
2: That would be awesome to get to, like you lose. Like, it wouldn't be awesome losing? But you lose your playoff game, like, damn, that sucks. And you're like, that sucks. You want another try? You want another? Crack on at to it? the next.
3: And, <laughs> and guess what? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be slick? You, you go to the Green Bay Packers, who have a better than average chance of winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's the way you get the ring, right there, man. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the, 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 the Packers need the Packers here. need some help because they've been all year been
2: able to protect Aaron Rodgers. But as Dad mentioned a few weeks ago, we had we kind of forgot about it because they had a bye week. But Bakhtiari He's out. is out, hurt, not playing. The best yep. tackle in, in the out business. was big. Yeah. That we already know what's going to happen in the middle of the field. So yes, now at the edge did. is also playing. Mm-hmm. That, that that's another interesting.
3: Hey, did y'all hear about this guy, Aaron Donald? Mess with the Rams. Good. Him? Getting to play him? against a practice squad
0: Who <laughs> t- <laughs> 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 doesn't even know the damn playbook yet?
3: All right, I want
2: to wrap up. So we got our football talking. I want to wrap up with something I saw that I think would really get y'all. You know, Have you ever had that situation where, by now, with all the different streaming servers, they have accounts to all kinds of things. And you start yeah. logging into something and you go to put your password in. And you're like, ah, shit, it's not my, my go-to password. I must have had to do something different. Or they made me put a different character in them. I know, Pops, this <laughs> probably isn't time. too much of a problem for you because you have a a, PDF, a huge binder full of passwords somewhere.
1: Hush, that's a secret.
3: <laughs> it's, locked in, it's locked in his vault if he can remember the combination. Uh, no, there was, What's one, day. On the there was one
2: day. <laughs> we're, over at, we're over at Pops' house and I asked, to, or Timmy or me, someone asked for a password. He's like, Whoa, one second. He goes back to the room and brings out this huge, All these papers <laughs> with passwords. they got to be passwords dating back to like 1999. So <laughs> I bet I provided you that. Uh, yeah. That's what you need. I, pr- I provided you with a password, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You did. And now someone
1: else. And now you're going to complain about the manner in which I did it. That's what I'm hearing.
2: <laughs> hey, well, actually, you know, I keep. Well, a lot of people now keep passwords like in their notes or like on a, a Word document or something. But Google and Apple have all our, all our cloud stuff. They know all our passwords. It Pops, no one has yours but you. Huh? It's, it's locked away in that binder somewhere.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, how
2: about this? We have, I want to tell you the story about Stefan Thomas. He's a German-born programmer living in San Francisco. He now has two guesses left to figure out a password that is worth, as of right now, 220 million dollars. Oh my god. The password will let him unlock a small hard drive known as an iron key. It contains the private keys to a digital wallet that holds 7,002 Bitcoin. Bitcoin has gone has skyrocketed the price of the price dropped a little bit this week, but it's gone up more than 50% since a month ago. And right now, the problem Mr. Thomas has is years ago he lost, get this pops, he lost. The paper where he wrote down the password for his iron key, which gives the iron key gives users 10 guesses before it seizes up and encrypts entire contents forever. He has tried eight different passwords. Most of his his most commonly used formulations to no avail. A quote from him. I would just lay in bed and think about it. And then I would go to the computer because a new one hit me and I'd go type in the password that I thought might be it. Nope, it wouldn't do it. So now he has two guesses left, oh, and it's not like the iron key because these are made a lot for it. I see these a lot in Bitcoin. I think we might have talked about one a year ago. But if he doesn't get it right, this thing's locked up forever, and he loses that two hundred twenty million dollars. I cannot. I I've had a little bathroom problem just reading it. I, I got a little <laughs> uh, scared. Think about him. I don't know how he sleeps. That is insane.
0: Oh, he, he doesn't. I'm sure he doesn't.
1: There's Possibly. no way.
2: Have you ever had that situation where you have no idea, or do you always able to find your passwords with your, <laughs> with
1: your binder? Well, it's rare. I mean, I don't want to hex myself. It's rare that I have a time when I can't find a password. Um, but I've had nothing there. Might, so, there's been a couple of times, but n- nothing even in the ballpark uh, <laughs> of that. So, oh man, wow,
2: that just that just scares me.
0: Well,
1: and now he, everybody might,
2: knows about it. I too.
1: might start doing lectures. I might be the Doctor Rick of how to save your passwords or something. <laughs> well, he had he had the sheet of paper, but he lost know, it. No, he had
2: the paper and he lost it. So it's like, so, what if you lost your binder?
3: You know? I've got a backup.
0: So, I'm telling you, of course
2: you do.
3: <laughs> Are you saying there's another binder somewhere?
1: I'm just that saying has, I'm just yeah, saying there's a backup that
3: so- and that's all I'm going to say. I'm thinking I need to go on like a
0: Nicolas Cage mission and steal buried- the Declaration of Independence from Pops's house.
3: <laughs> <laughs> buried in the backyard is a map to the second binder of passwords.
1: Well, I tell you what, I'll show all three of you the map. I got—I don't mind at all. All three of you can know. That'll be my extra backup.
3: So, I, um, I mean, Kevin, I, I would think though, he, here's my thought on this. First, what a dumbass. Uh, and uh, but second thing is, I suspect if he would tell somebody, "Hey, I will give you half of the Bitcoin." in this lockbox if you'll if you'll figure out my password cuz there's got to be some hacker somewhere that could get in there well, that's say, why they okay, make these, yeah. these
2: iron key things are supposedly like
3: un,
2: unbreakable you have to have password. Yeah, you need the password that's why they there's
3: some russian guy i've seen oceans 11 12 and 13 i know that you can <laughs> get in there's a guy somewhere that can get into that and uh, and so i'm sure that, that that can be hacked and um uh, but uh, otherwise, yeah, um, he either needs a lot of Pepto-Bismol or, or a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of Maalox because he's either scrunched up to the size of a pinpoint or he is really having some some stomach issues. Because I can't imagine having to have two. Or here's what I would do. I'd go to a hypnotist and have him Ooh. take me back to that day that I got it and and, and try to draw it out of my subconscious. I saw that's a that's a big old bet on whether hypnotists work or not. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, what's I would crazy have my best <laughs> he's got with 220 me million riding on it. So <laughs> I
3: would have my best friend with me because that damn hypnotist, if you didn't like him, he could probably say, and tell me what that is. And he could write it down. <laughs> now no, I've got it. So you got to take.
2: You know what's sort of crazy? Thing. Mr. Thomas is not alone in this. So I was reading this New York Times article of the existing eight point eighteen point five million Bitcoin. Around 20 percent, currently worth around $140 billion, appear to be lost or otherwise stranded in wallets, according to cryptocurrency data firm Chain Analysis. Wallet Recovery Services, a business that helps find lost digital keys, said it's gotten 70 requests a day from people who wanted to help recover their riches three times the numbers of a month ago. A lot of people do this. And as, as Elijah was saying, it's not something there are places that try to help, but these Iron key locks and stuff are set up to where nobody can break into them. I just can't Can't imagine imagine someone locking up the big. I've done where I've been trying to load up my Netflix and can't remember the password and having to like work hard to figure it out. But a hundred millions of dollars locked away that you can't. Uh, Well,
1: that's where you're a dumbass. If you're gonna lock hundreds of millions of dollars in somewhere and it's so important, you don't forget the password. You know what you don't do? You don't forget the password. You just don't. You know, it's one thing to forget your name. <laughs> yeah, but you're, but you're, saying,
0: you're saying you write it down so you have essentially a piece of paper somewhere in your office worth hundreds of millions of dollars, too, that
1: someone could easily just walk in and grab. I mean, I'm saying you don't forget your password, whatever it takes for you to not forget your password. You write it on your genitalia, whatever you have to do. OK, I'm telling you, tattoo, whatever you don't forget, you know, because if you do. Anyway, I'll get off my high horse.
2: Guys, we will catch y'all again next week. We got the NFC and AFC championship rounds coming up next week. Can't wait to break it all down. I, I feel good about this week. I think our picks were money. I think <laughs> we put it. out some stuff. Our locks are about to go 4-0. This is, this is a good week. I'm going to go ahead and put a parlay in for our locks. All right, On that'll it. do it.
3: Guys, peace out. Peace. peace. I just I don't know if I want to tell this story or not, So I had a two-game, three-game, and five-game parlay running into the Pittsburgh game Sunday night. Oh, all <laughs> So that would have – I don't want to talk about Pittsburgh it. Pittsburgh needed to win all of them. Pittsburgh needed to win all of them. And uh, it's been okay weekend. So I didn't lose money for the weekend. But this would have really, like, put me back up for the whole season. And uh, big time. And wouldn't you know it, the Steelers just dropped the ball. Let me play my little violin for you. Fucking Roethlisberger.
2: Well, at least at least they ripped the band-aid off for you. You know they didn't yeah. like make you think like yeah, you weren't know, like sweating going to bed. You knew you knew about seven fifty five that you could yeah, turn it off. Well, I'll be
3: damned. Yeah, you know everything was broken and was gonna get broken by the first five minutes of that ball game. So I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. yeah,
2: you were able to turn it off and go watch that uh, Tiger Woods. That, the first part of Tiger.